0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, The Views. Uh, today, we have a very special podcast for you guys. We have three baseball players and high school students. I'm going to let them introduce themselves.
1: I'm Connor Root. I go to Central High School. I'm Alex Stewart. I'm also a senior at Central. I'm Michael Tiemann, and I, too, am a senior at Central High School.
0: All right, guys. So today, we're just going to kind of debate and share our points of views um, and back up a little bit of facts uh, what we feel should be the movement towards either... Keeping PEDs or making restrictions tighter. Uh, so, Alex, what's your views? I feel like we should keep them. Like, uh, allow allow all athletes to use PEDs. Why do you think that? Because why? <laughs> like in all other occupations, it's allowed to like use these kind of drugs, and like if everybody can use them, then it wouldn't be cheating. Alrighty. Uh, so, Michael, what do you think about this topic?
1: Um, as a casual sports fan, you know I do enjoy watching me a dose of these games um and so i think uh these peds do a good job of like not necessarily promoting but like giving a better product out on the field of these sports um so I, that's why i don't think there should be any restrictions because it does a much better job of marketing the sport uh, to casual fans like myself
0: okay and connor what are you thinking
2: so i'm kind of going with the opposite of there needs to be more regulations on peds and how they shouldn't be allowed to in sports because it un- unbalances the playing field and doesn't some bodies some players bodies take the drugs better than others and i mean it's obviously a huge health factor so i don't think they should be
0: allowed okay so one of the big things i saw and looked up and was one of my main talking points was um looking at the morals and ethics behind using PEDs um and just the view of the cheaters um and how cheaters are portrayed in the modern world uh so with your guys' view of letting all players use PEDs at their risk and their for their reward—how uh, does this play into ethics and morals of that?
1: Um. Well, first off, uh, I will go on this one. Um, uh, I don't know how much correlation there is between uh, the use of these PEDs and actual performance in these sports. Um, like in baseball specifically, um, it's still like hitting a baseball is very like a very difficult task. No matter how strong you are, that doesn't really have a correlation to how well you're able to hit a baseball. Obviously, that relies a lot more on just just the bare strength. Um, So I think, I mean, these players should have the choice for what they choose to do. Um, If the players don't choose to use it, that's great. But the ones who do choose, uh, it won't give them like a ridiculous advantage in the sport.
0: Okay, so Connor, you showed some uh, up, (laughs) yeah. So, you showed that, like, just your facial expressions uh, showed that you didn't think that. So, what are you thinking um, about what Max said? I mean,
2: I agree with it that it's hard to hit a baseball and, like, not everyone can do it at that level. But everyone that's in the MLB can do it very well at that level. And the athletes that choose to partake in PEDs and, like, use them frequently will have a better chance of hitting more home runs, just like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire. Like, those guys dominated
1: the league. Like above, superior to everyone else. But it's not like a distinct line where you say, "Okay, any player over this mark only uses PDs," and you know that's obvious. You see players like uh, D Gordon; the other, he's hit what one home run in his career, and maybe more than that, but he hasn't hit very many. And he got busted. What was it, eighty games for using PDs? Eighty games. So like, you see, it's not directly related to uh, their performance on the field. So. Obviously, some players who do use these PEDs are great, but you saw guys like Barry Bonds. Even before he used PEDs, he was still a very good player. So I think you, there's not a direct correlation between the use of these PEDs and true performance. On the
2: now, player. was D. Gordon actually performance-enhancing, or was it something else that was just on the banned substance list?
1: I do not know the specific uh, list. So if, I, if I was given okay. access to... So access D, to D, Gordon,
0: uh, <laughs> D. Gordon's a game suspension was due to testosterone and uh, clenbuterol.
1: Performance-enhancing, right there? Performance-enhancing.
2: So Thanks like for proving our point there is, there is other things such I mean Barry Bonds obviously was a very good baseball player before and right, Alex Rodriguez was a very good baseball player before but would Barry Bonds have had the success of hitting the most home runs ever if it weren't for BDDs Would Mark McGuire be up as high on that list and there's reasons that they're not in the Hall of Fame for cheating? like it's against the rules
0: yeah and the use of peds um makes right here makes just fans like casual sports fans like you said uh you yourself were um question the legitimacy behind uh their records and what records do stand um so yeah (laughs) yeah
2: like uh, how would you compare a guy like Hank Aaron that did it all naturally to a guy like Barry Bonds who used peds to hit I mean, first
1: off, you're comparing completely different time periods with yeah, that. errors eras completely. Obviously, because Hank Aaron played played decades before Barry Bonds, and obviously the like total number of home runs during the '90s and 2000s was a lot higher than it was during the '50s or '60s, whenever that was. Um, so obviously, it's tough to compare like really any baseball player between generations, and especially through their use of drugs. You can't really like it's tough to compare anyone. So that's just kind of where I'm getting out with my point.
0: Okay, so let's switch up a little bit from hitting um, and just the power behind that. Let's look at something a little more universal. Uh, so we see a lot of pitchers getting busted for PEDs. Um, is that not another area that would be a dramatic um, difference in the field? So um, if pitchers, are, if okay, so okay, let's just say so if pitchers are getting the competitive edge by you by get, throwing yeah, faster, I by get, throwing harder. Um, does that not give competitive edge that? All right, that so I, I get what
1: you're saying here. Um, as a pitcher myself, I do believe I can.
0: Continue. I, bl- just I continue, believe Connor
1: disagrees with the statement, mm-hmm. but I have pitched before in my lifetime. Um, so pitching just doesn't require bare strength. You know, the strongest guys aren't the best pitchers. You see a lot of. You give me a normal look, for once. A lot of the best pitchers aren't. <laughs> they can't see. You. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the best pitchers aren't the guys who are the strongest. Those guys usually. Usually the best pitchers are the ones who, you know, it's it's called like the fast twitch muscles, so it's guys who have trained to be able to throw harder, and usually that doesn't correlate to bear strength. You see a lot of the guys, the fastest throwers, aren't the ones who are most, the most well-built. Aroldis Chapman isn't a jacked guy yet, he's the fastest thrower ever, and you see guys additionally on top of this who are very good pitchers that don't throw very hard. A guy like Greg Maddox threw in the 80s, and he was 80 mile an hour, and also in the 80s, that's a coincidence. Um, <laughs> So, how um, how tall were those guys
2: each? Aroles Chapman's pretty tall, above six foot, and Greg Maddox above six foot. So, a performance-enhancing drug... I don't think they use PEDs to get tall. Performance-enhancing drugs such as it's growth tall. hormones... <laughs> such as growth hormones could mm-hmm. give the pitcher a competitive advantage, coming down the hill far, Different farther. farther. Yep. And so, like, if allowing all PEDs, I wouldn't be my 5'10 self. I could be 6'2", 6'3", and I'd come down the hill a lot faster, giving me a better advantage lengthwise, not to mention my arm getting bigger
1: with PEDs to be able to be I mean, stronger. With all due respect, mister, you, it seems like you have a very
0: large right arm right now. <laughs> all right, so Alex, you're uh, thinking along the same lines of Michael uh, <coughs> that PEDs should be allowed in the, um, in sports and baseball uh, as a whole. So what are some of the, the deciding factors that made you believe that? I just feel like, in, in general, like people should be able to determine what they put in their bodies unless it's like... Obviously, an illegal substance, like not just and not just in, like influenced by their organization. So, like in the MLB, is obviously people who ban these things, but is it banned in like everyday use for everybody else? Like, can no you use, can you use growth growth hormones in everyday use? I mean,
2: if your doctor prescribes them, yeah, go ahead. Like a, okay. So, so going one, into
0: yeah, I drugs. Yeah. So going into like what bans it from sports. Uh, So there's an organization called uh, WADA, or however you want to pronounce it, but it's the World Anti-Doping Agency. And that's the agency that makes this banned list of substances across all sports. So it's not just baseball making these, or, yeah. Yeah, So it's not just baseball making these regulations, it's across all platforms, across the um, world, so. Any, do you guys have any other thoughts before we wrap up
1: this Um, episode? I'd still just like to say, you know, like... The reason that these sports thrive is because you have fans watching them, you have fans attending games, you have fans watching this on TV, and really you saw, especially during like the steroid age of like the 90s and early 2000s, like attendance increased and viewership increased, so I mean that seems like a better correlation towards increased revenue for the MLB. Um, so looking at it from a standpoint of, of the uh, Major League baseball like viewpoint, yeah, obviously... Um, some reforms need to be made, but I think for the most part, they should probably lessen their restrictions uh, on these drugs. I mean, I wouldn't go as far to say completely uh, let everything go by, but I think there should be a more lenient
0: policy towards these drugs. Okay. Uh, I know one of the things we looked at, or what I looked at, sorry, um, was to enforce this policy more, um, enforce uh, the clean like cleansing of the league, was... I oh, know, uh, was to make, um, suspensions longer. Uh, do you think susp- longer suspensions would result in this more fair game? Uh, while still, like, allowing some, but having, like... <laughs> Alright, unfortunately, guys, we had some audio problems and background noise going on at the end of that interview, so we had to cut it short, but I made sure to get, uh, Connor and Alex's point of views before we wrapped up. Um, so Connor said that, um... Uh, his concluding remarks was that in a league where, uh, steroids and PEDs are open for use and anyone can use them, it would create a league that would just be, um, the, his, what he said, um, jacked or juiced players, uh, these big, tall, just built guys and would completely disregard, um, amazing players like, um, Jose Altuve and just smaller guys that are, just equally as skillful. Um, So Connor wanted to keep it along a a natural talent and the natural skills that players had um, when they're not using PEDs rather than open up to a league where anyone can use PEDs and it's just a league of who can hit the most home runs and who can have the most power. Uh, So Alex's point of view was uh, quite different actually he brought in another interesting fact so Alex was stating in the video that or in the interview that if any profession, or a professional job, can use steroids, um, like growth hormones, growth hormones, and other, um, just performance enhancing drugs for, not necessarily for the same purpose, then why shouldn't professional players, um, professional sports players, that is, um, be allowed to either, uh, so I kind of had, um, initial thought and facts behind this one, so, Professional sports, like I said in my first episode of this, are not held to the same standard that those um, of just office jobs are held to. Professional um, athletes are held to a higher standard. They're looked, um, they're looked up to by children and they're looked up to by everyday people. While a normal office job, you wouldn't necessarily get the same um, performance f- boost from these drugs. Of course maybe like caffeine and objects like that you would get the same boost but it would not be in the same platform at all so that is why performance enhancing drugs uh should still not be allowed or should be restricted in sports still uh so we touched on a few things during the interview that i kind of want to bring in and bring back up uh just bring more info upon that may not be as public knowledge uh, just to inform you guys a little bit more uh, so Barry Bonds, um, his name was brought up a lot. Obviously, he leads the league in home runs hits with 73. Uh, and whenever he set that number, um, there was a lot of uncertainty with that. So there was court cases going on and interviews and trials um, going on from 2003 to almost 2007, whenever, just over this issue of whether or not he acquired, um, steroids from his personal trainer, um, and both of their remarks said it was not, but other remarks by, uh, other athletes that this personal trainer had said there was, so that's what the whole, um, Barry Bonds issue was, nothing has been said whether or not that there were or were not steroids used, but that is also why there's, um, asterisks next to his name, we see in the Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame ball, there's, most home runs hit with an asterisk next to it. Almost as showing this uncertainty of what is because of what steroids did, even if it was non-steroids, but just because it just brings up this uncertainty and le- questions the legitimacy of everything involving steroids. Um, so unfortunately, after the 2007 season, um, Barry Bonds was not signed back uh, in 2008 to play. Uh, another name brought up uh, often in our interview between Connor and Michael, uh, was Mark McGuire. Um, and so he held the previous, um, records hit in the season before Barry Bonds was 70. And it wasn't until 2010 that in a uh, completely choice interview and statement that, uh, Mark McGuire admitted to using steroids, uh, when he broke the home run record in 1998 and held it there. Uh, his, His personal use of steroids, um, he said, was for health reasons and does not know if it played any factor into how many home runs were hit and we'll never know that true um, statistic behind it. But that just raises red flags and shows the um, legitimacy, questions the legitimacy, sorry, legitimacy behind his record that stood before Barry Bonds. Uh, Another interesting um, topic that got brought up uh, outside and proving why PDS cannot be the only factor is um what michael brought up called uh, fast twitch muscles um so these basically this is basically an exercise um that you can do uh that it's an anaerob- anaerobic ex- exercise that uh, uh gives you a higher capacity uh, and st- storage of atp in your muscles so that means whenever you exercise your muscles break down and then they build back up stronger. So that means more muscle fiber recruitment creates more muscle strength during these activities. So that, of course, would not be seen as a PED. That's just a training ritual, um, training exercise and it's something that can be trained upon, uh, which is an interesting fact that Michael brought up. So I just wanted to go back to my main driving point point. Um, and question is just the legitimacy behind Records that involve PEDs. Um, the use of PEDs in sports just raises red flags all over the place. It makes you question um, what an athlete's true potential was and not what they are, especially those like um, D. Gordon, who was brought up. Uh, D. Gordon obviously was not known for hitting home runs, um, still isn't, but d gordon used them for his own um his own personal use and he had his own personal agenda that wasn't just necessarily getting power whether that was getting speed through the testosterone that he took um we won't know but all right guys that is going to wrap up our second episode of the views and of course thank you all for tuning in Uh, So after this episode, I just challenge everyone to put into consideration what their own point of views are on this situation. And hopefully that this interview session can help shed some light on the issue that is created with PEDs in sports. Um, And just why suspension should be longer for those athletes busted for using um, illegal methods of improvement. And why uh, restrictions should be better enforced and drug testing should be better enforced as well. So until next time, guys. Peace.